it's time for the Super Coach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Yeah, welcome to a very special edition. Origin is just around the corner of the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. I am Paulie G, Ryan MS, with us as always. How are you, Ryan? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, looking forward to tomorrow night, the big game, of course. Uh, although I'm yes, not that like confident. Christmas for adults. <laughs> That's right. And Andrew Moldog, Molinaroli joins us as well. How are you, mate? Very good, yeah. Excited, boys. It's uh, always a good time of year. Yeah, exactly. And no, Peter Hanscom, um, resting up for the for the big day. We'll be back with us to break it all down next week. Um, of course, we are going to be doing um, a bit of Origin chat later on in regards to fan sports. Um, they're doing a lot of Origin competitions, so we're going to talk about that a bit later on. But right now, we've got Pat Lyons with us as well from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. How are you, Pat? Oh, I'm good, Paul. How are you today, mate? Good, good. Looking forward to uh, Origin tomorrow night, no doubt. Yes, yep. Looking forward to watching on telly. I won't be out to the game. Hopefully the uh, Blues, uh, I know we were speaking just before off air, that, you know, their side has a lot of positives in it and a bit more hopeful than in the past couple of years. Yeah, I'm a little bit more optimistic, but maybe I am at game one each year. <laughs> it's going to be wet. It's going to be that, you know, cold, maybe even cold. Maybe we'll suit New South Wales and... The slow track, as they say. Let's, yeah. get, let's get into these injuries. There were quite a few. Um, going back to um, Friday night game where our Tigers had a, a good win. Uh, Andrew McCulloch's got a broken thumb. We were just talking about McCulloch a few weeks ago with his last injury, and now, um, you know, it's just fallen apart. I mean, I guess it's one of those things where it just seems like a series of unfortunate incidences rather than anything related to one another. But... Um, Surgery for for the thumb, another sort of um, you know anything up to, to eight weeks out. It looks like. Yeah, it must have been a bit of a nasty fracture if they're, if they're going for surgery. So if there's a need for surgery, it's probably not going to be back before eight weeks. I'd be surprised. Um, so you can scratch him for a while. Katie Nikarima again sort of goes onto your watch list, but Travis Woodell again named at hooker, so um, probably a, a job share again there. Sunday game, um, Greg Eastwood for Canterbury um, ruled out for a month, they're saying, after a knee injury. We don't have a lot of information on it. Apparently, the minor surgery, um, while Edric Lee for the Raiders injured his hamstring, not named this week, a minor hamstring strain, they're saying, so just missing this round as a precaution. Um, Pat, I guess, you know, we don't have a lot of info on those two, but... um, Sounds like Lee's more precautionary, whereas Eastwood looks like, you know, with the surgery, the four weeks is pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, if they're doing a scope, maybe a little clean-up job, might have a little cartilage or something like that, and um, he might he may do quicker than that. It depends what they're doing with the surgery. It's pretty, pretty hard to judge without more information, but um, I can't imagine that's a really serious surgery if they're saying four weeks, and so sometimes they can bounce back pretty quick. It could be as early as two or three, so... Uh, wait and see, I guess. Yeah, and uh, I mean, interesting to see with Lee as well because, you know, just when he had that good run, he, he does the hammy, but I guess with those fast outside backs, um, you know, that it's more critical that they get it right, the ham, hamstrings, and maybe a go-forward sort of prop or, or second rower. Yeah, 
If it's a little tweak, um, it, it may be more than a week. Sometimes they they can be a bit stubborn and settle down. So um, it'd be interesting to see whether he's back in a week's time. Because often if you tweak your hammy a little bit, it's um, they're not usually right within within a week. So um, to wait and see. I wouldn't be surprised if he's out for two or three. But it, you know, it depends how big the strain was. Be interesting because Brinko Lee's probably he's, he's his cousin, of course. He's re- um, named to replace him. He's got a bit of upside and um, a good price rise potential. So if he is going to be out for a few weeks, uh, Brinko Lee could be a guy to keep an eye on there as well. Uh, Parramatta, the bad luck continues. Kieran Foran out for the year with the um, shoulder, a uh, major surgery on his shoulder. It looks like with everything going south there, I presume that they, they've taken that action rather than play with it and wait to the off-season while um, Brad Takarangi has a hamstring strain again and we were just talking about Hammies. They're saying he's out for at least four weeks. So I, I guess bad luck for Forum, but it makes sense. But Takarangi, um, maybe not a super coach option, but he does um, help set up things for his outside men. Um, and the Hammy strain, four weeks, probably sounds about right, I guess. Uh, yeah, if I say at least four. So he must have done a pretty good job. I didn't see the footage for that one. So um, if it was a good tweak, then probably been on four weeks. Yeah, initially it looked like he'd rolled an ankle or something and sort of played it out, but, um, you know, eventually had to come off. So I don't know whether he's um, was favouring the ankle and then did the hammy in that process trying to sort of play on or whether yeah. it was the hammy from the beginning and then he just ended up not being able to, to continue. Um, Josh Dugan, I guess we've got to mention as well, the New South, um, you know, St George uh, fullback, but also New South Wales, so named at centre, ended up not um, not going to be playing tomorrow night. Now, this sounds like it was a re-aggravation of this elbow injury that, uh, you know, um, the Dragons medical and performance uh, officer, Tony Ayub, was saying he probably would have been okay had he just had a bit more rest. But now they're saying he's out for sort of four to six weeks. Um, the aggravated injury says that the elbow has become locked due to the fragments that are floating in his joint and they've consulted with the orthopaedic specialist for further scans and they're going to remove the fragments via an arthroscope. Uh, sounds like a pretty complicated procedure, Pat. Can you break it down at all for us? Yeah, it was, it's, um, it's, it's probably not that complicated of a surgery if, it's, if the issue is just he's got some little sort of floating chunks of cartilage in the elbow joint space. Okay. Um, and they can get in, if they can get in there pretty cleanly with a scope, they can just remove those and then the recovery time shouldn't be, assuming they don't have to do any repair work in there, if they're just taking out the little chunks, then it's the recovery is just the recovery from the surgical wounds. Um, so potentially it could be a pretty quick rehab, you know, weeks rather than um, a couple of months, relative to say like a... A tendon repair or some other sort of ligament repair. So, yeah. if it's if that's all it is, then it's, um, the prognosis is probably pretty good. Well, I guess they got the buy this week, and then he would have been missing for Origin in round 15 anyway. So he might only miss a couple of games for the Dragons. I guess the big key is if he can get back for game three of Origin, if you know he's he's needed for that one. Um, a guy coming back, James Tedesco for the Tigers, fractured his shoulder blade there oh, about I think four or five weeks ago now. I guess. Um, puts him into that time frame we thought initially four to six weeks. Um, is there going to be any potential limitations on him going into this game or pretty much plug him back in your lineup if you've hold on, held on to him for this length of time? 
He should be right to go. It should be five, you know, it's about five weeks come Sunday, I think, from when he first did it. And so that's about the right window of time for it to be pretty solid again. And it's not like a um, an area that's that's going to be leveraged greatly from tackle to tackle. So you, you can probably nurse it through a game a bit. Yep. Just hope it doesn't cop a big shoulder charge or something. Yeah, well, I guess playing fullback, you know, it's tough to hit it up, but at least you're not making a bunch of tackles. So... Maybe he can just favour it by using his wingers a bit more in the kick returns and uh, and just uh, be more lethal in the in the red zone, so to speak. The opposition twenty. Yeah, but he could be back. It's uh, enough time has passed for him. If he's doing well, healing well, then he no reason why he shouldn't play this week. Good news for many Supercoach owners out there, and Pat. That um, as once again, you know, fantastic information. We love it. Go down to Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care if you need um, some physio done. It's not just for sports injuries. Uh, you can do it for back or neck injuries as well. Um, give them a call if you live in Sydney, 02 9665 or go to the website. You can go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com, and book online for a 20% off your first visit. Definitely worth it. Pat, we talk to you next week. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. You too, mate. See you soon. Yeah, and Ryan, I guess good news, James Tedesco, because, um, you know, Pat seems to think he'll be right to go and pretty much, you know, hit the ground running. Good news for those owners that held on to him. They've saved a trade and now looks like a pretty good option for the rest of the origin period. Yeah, 100%. Um, Look, that's provided that um, things go New South Wales' way and, um, you know, there's no... There's no horrible uh, thrashing in there, which, you know, forces wholesale changes. Um, but, yeah, from here on out, it looks like um, if you've held on to him, um, to his injury, then, yeah, I, I think you're going to um, cash in for at least for this little little next um, origin period. Tigers um, will play again um, in one more origin game, uh, the third one, so... You know, you're going to get some value there still, unless I guess he gets an unexpected call up. But it seems like he's down on the pecking order there at fullback position time, Moylan and behind Moylan and Coote. Let's go on to the round 12 wrap. Only the four games, of course. Um, some interesting ones. Look, the fan sports Raiders Bulldogs private comp, a huge success. Uh, credit to Tiger Nomentary, fan sports regular getting home, just pipping uh, Andrew yourself. But uh, another fun, a fun day there. Yeah, mate, that's always fun, those one-off um, or just the, the, the single games. It's good to just concentrate on the one game and, and you know, put all your eggs in the one basket. You know, like I said, I, I really, you know, enjoyed that game a little bit more just because there was a, you know, the Supercoach Cup was riding on it. It was, it was good fun. <laughs> well, you did the best out of us in regards to that, but we all uh, did pretty well and so did uh, a lot of you. So, you know, well done there and, and keep... Um, Keep an eye on this podcast and, of course, on Twitter for more. We all got in the Monday night one too. Ryan, you would pip the first did that one, the Knights Eels. That was an exciting, exciting encounter. Yeah, it was. I mean, um, <laughs> the last 10 minutes was a drop-a-thon, and, um, but it was still the most exciting um, lack of ball security I've ever seen. <laughs> Let's look at those top performers there. Supercoach wise, Joseph Tarpane, 107. Huge game for the Raiders in that said game from BJ Lelia, 105. He's on fire at the moment. Aiden Tolman played the full 80 minutes. What an effort for the Bulldogs and put up 96 points. Paulie Paulie against his old club. 
I guess the only question you're asking, why can't he do that every week? 95 points. Tim Simona for the Tigers, 91. Uh, a good performance by the young Tigers team to beat the um, the Broncos there, although Broncos without their origin stars. Nathan Ross excelled at left centre, so he's going to get another shot this week, 89 supercoach points. And then down to Semi Raj Raja and Corey Norman, we thought would do well there in the low 80s for the Eelsworth tonight. And Moses Embi and Greg Eastwood, who's now injured, as we heard from Pat there. Um, in the low 80s as well. Um, let's move on to, to more fan sports talk and origin, guys. Look, it's you know it's all we can really think about at this time of year. Now, thanks to fan sports, we can enjoy, um, you know, participating in in what we love. You know, NRL Supercoach, NRL Fantasy, and uh, for Origin. So it's just combining these, um, you know, two great great loves into one. We're going to try to break it down for you. There's quite a few competitions on there. There's the $2 comp. Um, a $10 one, I think, Andrew, that's the one we're sort of looking at. You're going to play against us if you join that one. And, and if you're really keen, the $15 one as well. But um, the big three for mine is Gallon, Smith and Thurston, Andrew. But, geez, it's going to be hard. Pretty much impossible to fit all three under the, the salary cap. If you've got to drop one of them, you know, which one are you going to leave out? Oh, for me, I mean, I think Gallon's a must. I think yeah, he he has to be in the team. Um, uh, and it's yeah, again. So with Smith, it's probably a good point of difference to have someone like a Farrah because he's going to make the same amount of tackles as as Smith, if not more. Um, and you know, Smith doesn't have the goal kicking duty, so it it, it really is um, for for what you're going to get. So Farrah's a lot cheaper. I, I think. Uh, you could probably leave Smith out, and also with um, you know, other options in the halves like a Reynolds. So he's a lot cheaper again, and you know he's going to be kicking goals. You know, if if New South Wales scores and bloody tries, um, yeah, he'll be converting. So um, yeah. yeah, I think those are those are probably better options in those uh, two positions. So yeah, like I said, Gallon, I think you can build your team around. It, I like Gallon as well. Um... I guess, Ryan, what you've got to really think about doing, do you get those two big names in in Gallon and Smith and then just work around it with some cheaper options, guys coming off the bench like Dylan Walker, you know, that probably won't get a lot of game time, but you just know that you just you just really want these big names in? Or are you trying to level it out a bit, just going with maybe Gallon, as Andrew says, and then a lot of those mid-priced, mid-to-high-priced players? Well, yeah, no. As you guys are alluding to, like you're not going to be able to afford everyone that you want. Um, so you know, I've been of the thought that, well, look, I'm going to go with um, guys who are going to get the most game time. Um, and yep. like Andrew said, I went with I, I, will, I would go with Farah instead of Smith. Um, just on the, I mean, Smith might, you know, have a wow of a game and end up you know, setting up try after try, but it normally doesn't happen that way in Origin. So I'm thinking um, Farah and Smith are there for the tackles. Um, guys like Woods, um, he played a he played majority of minutes um, last Origin series. Um, and guys like Greg, Greg Bird as well. Um, so guys who are kind of not necessarily your, your guns, but they're going to be out on the, on the field, so they may, may well... Um, just accumulate your points and give you those, um, you know, just that extra one or two points that you might need to win. Interesting you talked about, you know, um, Farrow over Smith, Andrew. If you did go down that path, um, just Thurston, is, is, 
you try to get thirsted in there again, you know, Adam Reynolds, it does open it up, doesn't it? There's some other options there, but what about fullback? Um, Darius Boyd, you know, or Matt Moreland. Matt Moreland, more expensive, probably surprising. Boyd generally, you know, gets a try in most Origin games. Yeah, this is a tricky one. I was really tossing this one up too because, you know, uh, Boyd, he's, I mean, he's a very experienced Origin player and Moreland is, you know, almost $1,200 more than him. It's it's really quite um, quite funny, but... You know, I guess the the thing with Boyd is, is, you know, he had English inside him making him look like an immortal all these years just because it's English, you know. So, again, I I don't mind Darius Boyd because he's a little bit cheaper. Then you can maybe branch out and get your English and, 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 you know, maybe build your team with a gallon and an English, you know. So I I don't mind that the Boyd is a bit cheaper, you know. He's, um, like I said, he's, he's got a lot of experience. A guy really likes Boyd Cordner. Um, you know, just came back recently from injury, high super catch average in the regular competition, 10,300. He probably stands out. I mean, out of those top eight guys that have, have done well super coach wise this year, in the average, I know he hasn't got the same numbers, he's the cheapest. Um, and then you're looking at his teammate, Guerra, but you've got to go down a bit. And the guy you mentioned, Andrew, in Adam Reynolds. Is is it a bit different, Mark, when you're talking origin? Is you know, I mean, Corden has been there before, Ryan. I mean, you know, is he a guy you could plump for, or are you still saying, well, he's probably a little bit too high because I want to fit these big names in? Um, look, not necessarily, um, because you've got to think. Well, okay, at club level, you don't have the caliber of players, and the game is totally different. Like, um, it's a yeah, it's an entirely different game, basically. Um, origin compared with NRL club level. So he's definitely an option, but due to his cost, he might be a little bit prohibitive, because especially when you're not sure about him, but he could definitely be one of those um, really good uh, points of difference because with only a set amount of players, um, you know, most teams will end up looking very similar, so you need that one or two different. He probably will play... Close enough to 80. You would assume New South Wales want to change their middle third players more than their edge guys if you're looking at you know, only 80 interchanges. Let's, let's, let's look at it now from the perspective of the game situation, you know, try scorers, who's going to win, how that's going to influence on who we select. Andrew, how do you see the sort of the game going? Rain forecast has been running today in Sydney. Um, you know, could that tighten things up as well and make you target forwards more? Oh, yeah, but again, you got to look up, look, look at these um, target some of the you know tried and true super uh, super coach. When I say super coach, <laughs> fan sport or origin stars, yep, someone yep. like an Inglis, um, you know, you know he's going to perform. He's been a bit down on form in in uh, the NRL, but like Ryan was saying, it's a totally different game. And you know, Inglis, I think you know he's gonna he's going to perform. I, I know Morris is there now, but. He's still, you know, got a try or a try assist in him um, for for New South Wales. I think I think the outside backs too. I think Jennings has got a real potential to exploit one of the debutants. So um, yeah, his speed on a bit of a slippery ANZ could could uh, could be good. So yeah, nine thousand one hundred. One of the cheaper options, Michael Jennings. Well, that's right. So he's again, you can you know maybe target him and then 
bring in your English. So you, you've got, you know, probably the, the two speedsters or the two best options in the outside backs for, for you know, a pretty reasonable price. How do you see it going, Ryan? Um, and you said, well, it's going to be a stick with Queensland. Who's, who's going to win? Oh, geez. Look, a couple of weeks ago, I would have said Queensland quite easily, but just you when you have a look at the teams and then you just think, well, you know, there's been a lot of guys from Queensland who have been there for for such a long time. Um, so surely their, their quality is going to be on the way, uh, is going to be waning. But, yeah, look, I, I think it might be Queensland just. Um, you got a first try score or... First you try see scorer, scoring a couple. Go Darius, Darius Boyd. So Boyd probably becomes a obvious one, I think. Um, Pete's picked Queensland to win, and Boyd as first try scorer. Cooper Cronk, man, the match if he plays. Andrew, Gary, we're all like Darius Boyd at fullback. Have you got a different guy for first try score, or someone that's going to score a couple of tries? Yeah, I think um, I'm going to go New South Wales to win. <laughs> Just you know, I, I really like New South Wales' team. I, I I know I said it last year, but Queensland are getting old. They have to be, surely they're another year older. Um, yeah, so, and I mean, I really like um, an Oates or a gay guy to, to score the first try. And, and man of the match, you can't go past a gallon just to, you know, if it is going to be, you know, a bit rainy tomorrow night. So I think, you know, gallon just pumping up 80 minutes through the middle, you can't go past him. Yeah, I like Queensland's still to win. I do think the rain's going to make it really close and New South Wales probably get a game in Sydney, whether it's this one or game three, I'm not so sure. Um, but I do think they've picked that team, as I said last week, for 2017 more than this year. So it might be a bit beyond them. If Cronk doesn't play, probably evens things up even a bit more. I like Justin O'Neill for first try score and in that regard, I'm making sure I'm getting him into my lineup. Um, tomorrow, I know at 9,000, you know, we just talked about Jennings at 9-1. You, you might say, oh, well, go with the more tried and, and tested. But I just think that it, they might go right. I've heard um, a couple of people at work talk about Matt Gillette as well, scoring first try. So it's an, another guy on that right side that's worth considering. Um, it's going to be great. Go to the website. You can go to our website and follow the links or simply to fansports.com.au and um, log in and join those comps. We're going to be there. You can take us on. Um, we'll be following it through the evening. It should be a lot of fun. And, of course, you can do that either following it on the Fansports website or via ours, www.supercoachpros.com, and follow the links there. Um, let's uh, keep moving along to this round's um, previews. And first we'll start with the price predictors. And Josh Adokar has the biggest price rise, named this um, week, so he should go up another 60,000, so hopefully you got him last week on our uh, advice last week, but um, named ahead of Jordan Rankin now, so that price rise, price should continue to rise um, Paulie Paulie, after that big game against the Eels, I don't know Ryan, is it a trap, Paulie Paulie because of the fact that, you know, we haven't seen him put back-to-back good games in, and of course he was up against his old club, or is this a guy yeah. you could, you could I, I, pump for? I don't think you can. Um, I, I think you're chasing points if you if you're after him, to be honest. And I, yeah, I don't think that I'm. Um, look, I'm, I'm happy to be proven wrong, but I don't think he's got another ninety in consecutive weeks. Bryson Goodwin's right up there. We've seen him go up and down um, 
already over this year, so probably risky there as well. Same with Trent Hodkinson. I thought Andrew Hodkinson, obviously it cut hard being dropped from origin. He had his best game since joining Newcastle on um, a mon- uh, last night on Monday night. But again, against the Cowboys, maybe not likely to, to make it back-to-back. That's going to be tough. Yeah, it's yeah, a bridge too far. I mean, I don't, I don't see it happening again. The uh, Whether the Cowboys have all their origin players back it up, I just still think, even if they don't, this is still a bit too classy for the... Uh, not a bit too classy, uh, far too classy for the uh, poor old struggling Knights. Ben Barber, Valentine Holmes are on there. They should um, get nice price rises this weekend. Ryan Madison for the Roosters, the Tigers. Uh, you know, they, they could leak some points. Nathan Peets, you know, Ryan already talked about the fact that uh, we've, we've talked about sort of welfare, in fact, getting rid of him because of his move to the Titans. Not a good buy draw for the Titans, but Peets continues to shine. Um, Matt Gillette not playing this weekend um, at the moment, so yeah, maybe hold off for one week there, but he's got a price rise in him. And I was very impressed with um, Jason Tarpany from the Raiders. He's up there too, along with um, a guy who's been named this week in Brinko Lee, so that could be another cheapie to have a look at. Then the, on the reverse side, Anthony Milford, he's on the decline. Not a good game against the Tigers. Not much involved when we thought it was a good captain's option or at least the VC loophole coming in handy, I guess, having the Friday night game. Hopefully you took advantage of that and didn't cost you as captain, but uh, not a great night for him. Um, Sam Perrett's been up and back on the decline there. Um, also, you could suggest Blake Ferguson um, coming off origin. He hasn't been doing that well admittedly, for the Roosters. Um, Ryan, you know, even though he's been selected for New South Wales, even if he brings his form back enough to hit his break-even, the high break-even this week. Yeah, that's right. Um, He hasn't been going great guns. Um, Look, you never know against the the Tigers because they're so inconsistent, but, yeah, you'd think that he's certainly um, long odds to do that. If you did own him, hopefully you got rid of him last week um, and brought in someone that played in round 12. This is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. We do it every week. You can find us on the web, www.supercoachpros.com. You can also find our game recaps already up there. Usually our previews would be up there, or almost up there, when you listen to this. Uh, They go up on a Wednesday. Now, thanks to Origin, we know we're going to see changes. So we're going to do the previews uh, on Thursday for this week. There's no Thursday night game, of course. So it gives us that extra day. That's going to be up on the Thursday where we can just tinker with it a little bit if we see some obvious injuries and obvious changes that are going to take place from tonight's named teams. Speaking of that, we're going to go through them right now. Um, The previews, the Raiders v. the Seagulls, the Friday night game. Brenko Lee, we just talked about him. He's in for his cousin, Edric Lee, out injured, as we heard from Pat in the injury report earlier. Luke Bateman also in for Sean Fensom. He's being rested this week. Uh, must be the mileage up too much, uh, I think. I'm not too sure um, for what the reasons are there. Um, Josh Papali will return, um, although he could end up um, also missing out, depending on how Origin goes. Ciasoliolo's on the bench. Joseph Tarpany is rewarded with his good game last week. He goes into the starting lineup at prop, considering he played some of that game out in the centres. That's a bit of a change, but Paul Vaughan to the bench. Junior Paulo, just from Parramatta, uh, named 18th man, so he may end up playing instead of Papali. Jordan Rapana's the best from Lolia and Croker. Jack Whiten also gets an uptick. Steve Maddai back for Manly. Tom Trebovich will go to the wing. There's no right there. Coruscant's also on the bench with Blake Leary, 18th. 
Jake Jaworich would be the best there. Jamie Brewer, perhaps, as well. And Jamie Lyon, Andrew, another week for the outside backs coming up against Manly. Um, I guess that's who you're sort of really um, banking on here. Yeah, I, like, I, I keep saying Leilua, and, and he just... He keeps seems to be getting better and better. The way he just, you know, it's like he's just on another level at the moment. He and just gets involved, doesn't he? See. Even if the ball's out on the left, even as right yep. centre, the next thing you know, he's at dummy half making 15, 20 metres and popping an offload. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, he's just his breaking tackles alone. I think he's leading the competition in break tackles. So, I mean, just those alone, he's getting as much as a as a lock would get tackles. So, um, yeah, I, I really like the look of Leilua. As for Manly, I, I just... I, I can't see them, anyone in the Manly team, really scoring too many points. I mean, yeah, to, Tommy T might grab a couple of tries, but other than that, I don't, I don't see anyone in Manly that we could really be targeting this week. Warriors feed the Broncos. Manu Vatavai and Solomon Carter return. Um, right and Allwood missing. Nathaniel Roach also gets a shot on the bench with Charlie Gubb. Um, Sean Johnson and Bodine Thompson are best, but. They do get down ticks against the Broncos, who name... Well, they get their origin players back, but they haven't named Corey Oates or Matt Gillett. Um, Wayne Bennett doing his usual here. He'll rest different players in different weeks during this period. Ben Hunt's the best. Look, Corey Parker's predictor says he'll do well, but maybe he won't get the minutes. So, you know, maybe not captain this week. You're probably still playing him if you own him still. Anthony Milford, Darius Boyd, James Roberts, Jordan Carr, who all get small upgrades. Origin time, Ryan, it's it's time to temper your expectations, isn't it? And the Warriors always play the Broncos tough too. What what can we expect? A turnaround from Andrew McFadden's uh, allegiance? Well, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise, but... Geez, they're not travelling real flash at the moment. No. Um, teams changing, you know, week to week, and it's hardly settled. Um, the Broncos, uh, yeah, last week they weren't fantastic, um, but they get a lot of their guys back. You know, you know, uh, they won't of play the that. Two guys either. who are having a rest. <laughs> yeah, they can't. They they can't play that poorly again. No, I, I, I think, yeah, definitely temper your expectations, but Broncos all the way here. Cowboys and the Knights, another game between a you know a team that un- underperformed last week for North Queensland. Uh, all region players have been named. Um, Michael Morgan and Jonathan Thurston get big upgrades against the Knights' defence. Antonio Winterstein as well could be named there. Ethan Lowe, Gavin Cooper, Jason Tomalala are the ones to mention. Pretty much most of you. Your Cowboys players. The Knights did have a good game last week. They lose Corbin Sims to suspension. Daniel Safidi, who's been strong the last couple of outings, he'll get the start. Jeremy Smith is also back, so Josh King moves to the bench. Jake Mamo goes to the wing with Dan Gagai returning, which means Akiyu Uate's been dropped. Um, Nathan Ross and Corey Dennis keeping their spots on the left. Sam Matioro would be best. Probably Tarek Sims. This will be a hard slog, Andrew. This is a tough period for the Cowboys, however. Can we trust them here at home with those big upgrades against the Knights? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, I, again, I think yeah, Winterstein, Low Cooper, Tama, <clears throat> none of those guys are playing Origin, so you know, you know what, they can just go crazy. I, I really like the look of uh, Tamalolo this weekend. I think he's going to yeah. um, 
tear them apart, you know, in... in Just loving him this nine, year. He's playing so well. He's really living up to is, what we thought. Yeah. His second stints, you know, he goes off for a spell, and his second stints have been absolutely amazing. He's been blowing, you know, teams away on, on his second stint. So I, I really think that he, after his rest, is going to go absolutely bananas. All right, the other Saturday night game is Storm v. the Panthers. Cameron Smith and Cooper Cronk haven't been named. Tohu Harris at halfback. Kenny Bromwich at hooker. Uh, Young Tunham appears on the bench with um, Ryan Morgan and Chase Blair still in the centres. This is one. This is why you need our previews on Thursday. I mean, surely this isn't the team that, that ends up making the fi- taking the field on Saturday night. Jesse Bromwich and Dale Finucan, at least you could say, is safe. Cameron Munster should do well. Harris surely won't play as a halfback. Um, Blake Green, he might have extra work to do. Uh, for Penrith, they have named Matt Moylan and Josh Mansour. Will um, Blake and Isaiah Yao are in the centres. Tyrone Peachy at 5'8". Look, Black, uh, Bryce Cartwright's been named, but he does have that thumb injury, so it's one to keep an eye on. Chris Greavesmill is on a five-man bench with Sikalua. Akeola as well. There's no James Fisher-Harris, of course, he's injured. Leilani Latu was very good uh, a couple of weeks back against Gold Coast. He's starting along with Sam McKendry. Trent Merrin moved to the second row. Probably Bryce Cartwright if he plays his best. It's a tough mat- matchup for others like Merrin, Moylan and Peachy. Um, Ryan, I guess the Panthers have had a few upsets so far this year against good teams. Is it a danger game for Melbourne? Yeah, 100%. Um, the Panthers, well, basically they've only lost... Um, when they've lost this year, it generally hasn't been by a great deal. I think they've lost quite a few close games, um, as well as yeah, um, their wins being um, pretty close as I well. They set a record uh, earlier on in the year for yeah. how many close games they've been. Yeah, that's right. Um, the thing that stands out to me in this game um, is as a yo in the centres. Um, I mm. think it'll go really well, and um, it says. Uh, because there's no Seguiaro, is he? He's been dropped with Wallace at hooker. No, and, that, and that's the thing. Um, allegedly, he's not going to play ones for Penrith at all again. Wow. So that's the rumour going around at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there, but um, that's where I'll be looking um, in this game. Yeah, yeah. Cartwright's been playing at 5'8", and Peachy in the centres, but then Peachy had that awful error that cost him the game. So I wonder if that's yeah. the decision for the move, or is... You know, Griffin playing a bit of Ducks and Drakes and does Yo Yo end up in the second row anyway? That would be, the, I guess, the questions that uh, we'll find out, not until Saturday night. That's why you've got to follow us on Twitter, at SuperCoachPros, because we tweet out, of course, before every game, the final team lineups, and we'll try to get that info best we can for you, because obviously sometimes even an hour before kickoff uh, is hard to, to know because they can run out in different positions, and that's what may happen here. Um Roosters v. the Tigers. Dale Copley returning in the centres. Ryan Madison still 5'8". All Origin players have been named for the Roosters. They generally do well against the Tigers, especially up the middle. Board Koidner, Aidan Guerra, Jake Friend, Dylan Napa, and Sio Sua Takiaho get nice upticks. Mitchell Pearce should also do well against, of course, the club or the Emerging club that his dad used to play for and coach. Latrell Mitchell gets a big upgrade. James Tedesco back for the Tigers, as we mentioned earlier. Josh Adokar still on the wing with no Rankin. Um, Woods and Farrah have been named. There is cover on the bench. Halatau is there, so is Ballon. I love it. Felici and um, Grant 
is also there with the suit. So six-man bench at a car and um, Tedesco and Nofaloma could be those hidden hopes. The Roosters um, have given up big supercoach points so far this year. Ryan, I'll stay with you, seeing it is the, the, our team, the Tigers. Another tough one to judge, I guess. Roosters been out of form, but they love playing against the West Tigers. Yeah, unfortunately they do. And it's very strange because, well, both teams haven't exactly um, shown their love of tackling this season. So <laughs> um, I think the Roosters, um, their forwards are definitely where you want want to go there. Um, yeah, and they're starting to all the, come back from injury and that's part of yeah, you know, full fitness. That's right. And I, and I think, but I think if the Tigers do match them in the forwards, then the Tigers outside backs will really cash in. So it's one of those, one of those things. However you think the game's going to go, if the Tigers are going to match, match the Roosters, then I think the outside backs of the Tigers are, um, are definite options. But if yep. you think that the forwards on the Roosters are going to roll, then um, I, I think they're the, they're the best pick. The other Sunday game is over at Perth, so it's a late game for the East Coast. Rabbitohs v the Titans. Cody Walker still at fullback um, with Johnston on the wing. No George Burgess. Tyrrell returns there. Sam Burgess is the best. Cameron McGuinness, a big upgrade. Again, hookers v uh, the Titans usually do well. You could also mention uh, Walker, as we said, Bryson Goodwin and Adam Reynolds if he does back up from origin. David Shillington back for the Gold Coast. Eddie Pettibourne is out. Luke Douglas back to the bench. Conrad Harrell not named, although he was named 18th man, but not named in that starting 17. Nathan Peets worth a shot again. Ryan James is uh, still best despite a small downtick. Downtick Zeb Taylor, Ashley Taylor, Ignatius Parsi, they could all be good choices too, even if Greg Bird does play in this one. Uh, but again, worried about those minutes for the Origin players. The Titans have surprised all year, Andrew. Um, Rabbitohs, not so much. They've been very inconsistent. Maybe we, we're taking a shot on some of these Gold Coast um, perform, best performers. Yeah, I mean, we, you were on Parsi from the start of the year, you know, and he's, he's, he hasn't let you down once. He, I think he's been a, a great player. I, I think uh, putting Hurrell into your watch list, I think he, you know, at 217, he's too good of a, or a, a proven too good of a super coach player not to at least be sniffing around that. that um, you know, around your team and 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 with the rubbers, I mean, yeah, go, going past Burgess for me, I think he's he might even be a borderline captain choice this week. Mm. Just uh, you know, with uh, Bird being out or not out, backing up after Origin, it, it might be just a bit tough for him to you know contain Burgess. So he might he might have a good day over there in the West. Yeah, and I think just that toughness that he shows, you know, he's always a decent captain. A couple of teams missing with buys, a couple of other matchups not so good. And obviously Origin, you're looking at if you want that proven option, or maybe you're going the vice-captain loophole, he's not playing till Sunday night. He's a good guy to put your C on. Bulldogs feed the Sharks. Um, Will Hopawati returning, so to Josh Morris from Origin. Sam Perrett, Curtis Rona will go back to their respective wings, which means that Ramus Smith... The youngster that scored two tries on debut last week and Tyrone Phillips will miss out. Raymond Fatala Marina stays in the second row um, because there's no Greg Eastwood. David Clemmer and Josh Jackson are named. Sam Cassiano also named on the bench. He does have a hamstring strain, so he's got till Monday night to prove his fitness. Um, James Graham best, um, maybe Hopawati too here, and even Jackson. Um, Sharks, uh, 1-17, to 17, 
Gallon and Andrew Fafida very high on the predictor. Obviously, we, we worry about their how they go in origin first before we make a claim on that. Ben Barber, Wade Graham, Jack Bird, Valentine Holmes have all decent options too, Ryan. Because this game could be played tough up the middle, I would assume, the guys backing up from origin could still have decent outputs because they'll be need to do big they need to roll up their sleeves with big minutes and of course they've got the longest period until Monday night to recover yeah that's right um, I do agree with pretty much everything you've said there <laughs> um, it's going to be uh, yeah it's going to be a forward battle um, Canterbury won't have liked um, that fade out um, against the Raiders so they'll be pretty um, pretty pumped up for this one Graham, obviously, you know, he's um just keeps on going. Um, and look, and I think Galen Fafita will still play significant minutes. Um, but in the backs, I I think Holmes and I think um, Bird might end up playing um, possibly a little bit of five eight, um, maybe giving Maloney a break every now and then. He may, yeah. It'll be interesting to see if Maloney has some time off. Park. I mean, you've got Ricky Latelli on the bench, um, so Bird could easily slip into five eighth for a bit. Yep. Um, Bulldogs are a good game, bad game, so they're due for a, for a good game. <laughs> could be it'll be a good match. Uh, let's move on to the tweets now. Of course, you can follow us on uh, um, on Twitter at SuperCoachBros is the Twitter handle. Dale the Ninja, one of our regular listeners, has wrote in. All right, now the most trade ins will be. The final team players, can you list the strongest 17 you should have come finals time? Now, this is an interesting one because we're not really including um, prices in this. So it's sort of like hopefully you've made some cash over this time and as you're starting to bring them in. I'm going to read them out. We've done this through the predictor. And obviously as the season, you know, as we go further away from this week, the predictions you know, lose a bit of their, their balance. But we've got a pretty good idea now of matchups, etc., and what we can expect. There's two ways of looking at this, Dale. We, we've, we've looked at it the a way where we've said, well, you know, just what is the scores for that whole period? So guys that are playing Origin obviously are going to miss um, games, so that's going to bring down their total points. And, and, we've, and we've looked at it average per game that we predict them to play. Um, we've only done up to rounds 20 round 22 so this will get you through the regular season and into your supercoach finals hopefully Cameron Smith leads the way um, with 77 average per game that he actually is going to play from Paul Gallen who has 76 then a bit of a gap to Corey Parker 69 and then another small gap to Sam Burgess 65 along with Jonathan Thurston the same Jesse Bromwich just under that Sean Johnson's right up there at 63 so that'll be interesting um, and Anthony Milford, 62.7, so very close there. Now, Tohu Harris, uh, he's right up there. Obviously, you're worried about his position where he plays um, in certain games, but he's up there along with his Melbourne teammate, Suolesi Vunavalu, who's a cheapie. Um, again, we may see a change there. Fafita's also right up there within those mid-62s. Then a couple of points before Rapana and Gillett. Munster's up there, Trent Merrin, Bryce Cartwright, Adam Reynolds, Jake Trebovich, Jake Friend, Joseph Lalua, Greg Inglis, all in those high 50s. can also add in Cooper Cronk, Boyd, Cordner and Michael Morgan from Ryan James and Corey Oates. But if you have a look at this, um, 
it does change a bit when you're just looking at you know, the fact that some of these guys will be missing for whole games. And if you do have to worry about that, Burgess is clearly the best from Jesse Bromwich and Sean Johnson, then Milford Harris. Fafita still right up there, um, despite missing a couple of games. So too Smith, um, and there's Vunavalu. And then there's Gallon, Rapana, Munster, Merrin, and Cartwright. Um, I guess I'll start with you, Andrew. I mean, picking the top 17 at this point, not, not the easiest task, but that gives you a few ideas. Yeah, it's, it's more like the usual suspects, isn't it? I mean, yeah. uh, you've you got to have these these types of guys that they are, uh, you know, as a, as a base to your team to go around. The guys that are really surprising me, are, you know, people like the Rapanas and, and Munsters, you know, you, you didn't expect these guys to be, you know, performing so well, especially so late on in the season. So it's, I mean, that, that's... That's always a, there's always a spanner in the works, and that's why you always got to keep keep an eye on your on your tweets because um, we like to try our best to keep you up to date, don't we? And the and the game recaps. I mean, we've been every game recap this year said about how well Lilia and Rapana have been going. So, you know, these are, these are critical information. You know, go to that website www.supercoachpros.com, get that game recap information as well. Uh, Ryan. You know, Andrew's probably right. The usual suspects. Were there any names that popped out for you? Um, not that popped out, but just an interesting thing. Um, guys like Jake Friend, obviously the Roosters um, coming second last at the moment, um, not travelling that well, but he's travelling exceptionally well. That kind of thing is really quite interesting that a guy can be that dominant supercoach-wise, even if the team's not scoring that many points, he's still racking up. Um, the super coach points. So that kind of thing is really interesting to look at because it's not necessarily, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to chuck Broncos, Sharks, Storm players in there. It's, yeah, yeah you really got to have a think about it and mix it up. And Jake Friend's a good one in that regard because they've already had a bye. He's not going to play Origin. So there's a lot to like there. Second best rated hooker moving forward behind Cameron Smith. So some interesting points there for you, Dale. I hope that... Um, We've helped you somewhat. Um, well, best that we can, projecting a long way forward. Um, the other tweet that we had this week from Drew Johnson at Drew Jono at Supercoach Pros, Bodine, Manners, or Madalino, or two, or all three. I'm leaning towards Bodine, solid base stats, Bodine Thompson, that is, and massive point of difference. The other two are bottom in the cash at the moment. Certainly, we just talked about... Um, you know, the usual suspects last year, Andrew, these three were big. But this year, not so much. The crisis at the Warriors, you know, do you go to any of them here or, or do you think, no, this is the time around Origin that they generally come good and you're banking on that again? Yeah, I mean, I've got to practice what I preach, don't I? <laughs> I'm, 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 you know, I've been such an advocate for the Warriors players over the past couple of years, if you've been listening to the show. Um yeah, yeah, they've just been really hard to trust this year, more more than usual, actually. It's been um, a big difference. If I was just going <laughs> yeah. to pick one, I, I mean, I'd, I'd have to go with Matalino. He'd probably be my absolute favourite out of those ones. I mean, Bodine and Manners are both very, very good and can be great on their day, but I just think Matalino, as weird as this is going to sound, he's probably the more consistent of the of the three. Yeah, Mannering has taken a backward step this year. I mean, there's issues that he's had to play a bit of, you know, second row as well, Ryan. 
um, any one that stands out to you? Um, look, it's really, yeah, as Andrew said, it's really hard to, um, to trust them at the moment. But I, I would probably say Bodine. Yeah. Um, that's not with any great deal of... Um, great deal of confidence but he does he seems to have a bit more of a a bit more of a, 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 a line of form anyway um there's over the other two Manny Mannering's been a bit injured yeah there's a bit more of a high ceiling with Thompson but I guess the lower floor look the next three weeks for Thompson predicted to get into the 60s before 54 and round 16 which is his lowest predictor for the rest of the year so there's a lot to like there Ben madalino has got some good ones as well 60 odd in round 14 mid 50s you know probably got a higher base stat as well than Thompson because he you know up the middle but just so hard to trust the Warriors at the moment I think Mannering is a no-go at the moment even though he does have some decent predictors himself coming up um Maybe you just got to give it yeah. another week or two. Yeah, you just wonder when the next night out's coming. So <laughs> you just don't know. Just don't know if they're going to be in the team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, is the coach going to stay? If the coach does stay, does players go? I mean, Hurrell's gone. You know, who's next? Batavai's back at least this week. Guys, that does it for the show. It's been a good one. I can't wait for tomorrow night, Origin. And, um, we will be following everything up at Fan Sports, of course, with those um, games there. And uh, hopefully, that uh, some of the advice we've given you helps you get a victory there on Fan Sports as well, Andrew. Uh, good luck tomorrow night, and uh, we'll be chatting no doubt online. Yep, thanks, boys. And um, go the Blues. Ryan, thank you very much for today, and um, enjoy the game tomorrow. No worries at all. I will. Um, I am. Hopefully. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> I am Paulie G. This is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. Of course, Pete, back with us next week. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Supercoach Pros. Like us on Facebook. And also go to the website, www.supercoachpros.com, for this very podcast and all the archives, as well as the game recaps and previews for next weekend. We'll see you next Tuesday night, post-origin talk, and all the Supercoach information, as always. Bye for now.